On today's episode of the Living Magically podcast, we are talking about different ways to record information and looking at Tiger's Eye in today's Chime Time. lovelies and welcome to the Living Magically podcast. I am Dee, your host, and this is episode nine. So how are you all? I hope that you are all doing really well. Those of you who live in the UK will have recently celebrated Mother's Day, um, whether that be your mother or you have children or you have fur babies or you have non- blood related you know children that you they think of you as a mum or you think of them as your children or what have you um it will have probably touched you in some way or another so i hope that you enjoyed the day as much as you can and my heart goes out to those of you who have had you know lost mothers and um it might not be such a happy day i had a nice day myself um my children were very good to me so that was lovely and I even got a card off my little boys my little fur baby boys um, which my husband did which was very cute so that was really nice I've heard from some more of you which has been lovely um, I wanted to read out a message I got in particular that really sort of um, made me very very happy so a lady um, messaged me on my Instagram and said that she'd been listening to the podcast so I said that I hoped um, she was enjoying it and she said yes love it especially in lockdown enhances my life I love the way you personalize it with your experiences like the haircut very relatable as a new witch I find it helps to reinforce what I'm learning from reading and it's like I'm listening to a friend thank you so much well I would like to say thank you so much because that made my day it's so lovely to hear these lovely um messages from people and to feel that I'm not just talking to myself there are people out there listening and people are actually enjoying it too um it makes me feel very special and honored that you've given up time in your own very busy lives to listen to my ramblings so thank you so so much everybody um especially to that lady who was very kind to let me know her thoughts um, as always, I love to hear from you guys. So if you want to get in touch or follow me on any of my socials, then please, please do, because it's lovely to know that you guys are out there. Okay, so today we are talking about ways to record information. Now, <clears throat> I feel that it is really important that we record information, but perhaps not in the way that you might think. So I will see how I go with trying to explain things without getting everyone too confused. So of course, everyone, um, well, most people will know what a book of shadows is because of all the films that we've seen and the TV series like Charmed, um, you know, the Disney film Hocus Pocus, they all have these um, book of shadows which is a big spell book um, normally it's quite huge and it's been 
like bound in leather um, and it has uh, you know it's like parchment pages instead of just normal paper and it's been written in beautifully with calligraphy handwriting um, and then there's also um, with it being in media and for films and for effects there'll be you know can only be opened by a drop of blood or and I will open up on it and start moving around and all different uh, mystical things um, but that's kind of the images that we all get um, when we think of the shadows other words um, names for it could be called a grimoire or a um, journal just a journal um, or a spell book you know it's all the same sort of idea which is to record a place to record the spells that you do now when it comes to um, you know recording your spells, I think it's quite difficult because um, obviously a lot of information nowadays is available on the internet where we can get spells on the internet. Um, we can buy books that people have written full of spells, um, but then of course you could write your own spells, um, and if you did, then Book of Shadows would be a perfect place to record those. Um, but the thing that I feel is more important is to record how your spells have actually gone. So you've done a spell, but then what's happened? How did you feel when you did the spell? Have, how, what results have you seen since doing that spell? Is it something you want to do again or was it a one-off? It's about you. And that's what I think sometimes people miss when they are doing their journaling or books of shadows and whatnot is they leave out the important part in my opinion which is you you need to write in how these things are helping you or whether they didn't go right what you might do to improve it um why you think it might not have gone correctly if it didn't work or what have you um how long did it take for the spell to take effect all these things are the important bits that you need to you know our memories as humans are not great let's be honest you know we forget a lot because we have so much especially with modern technology we have so much going around in our heads we don't remember these things so you need to write them down and i think it's much more important that you focus on that rather than just you know saying what different things are um so you know it's a difficult um sort of perspective I guess because in an ideal world you want to do everything but then you've got to think realistically do you have time to do everything and if you don't then I feel that the main focus should be you so you need to talk not only are you talking about your you know writing down your how what spells you've done and how they've um what results you've seen and how it went and different things but also if you do tarot cards you need to write down what tarot cards you've pulled in your readings and then reflect back on that. Has that, you know, um, has, how has that the cards, were they correct, you know, have what's that intuition that you got led to somewhere because of what you read you know, in the cards, keeping a document of how that goes. Um, or if you do oracles, it's the same. Or if you do runes, it's the same. You know, it's all about how these things. So a bit like science in a way, you know, where you have to have some kind of record for your results. 
I guess. So you can see where and you can look back and, and you can learn from it and you can see where your journey is taking you. Um, and another thing is just uh, journaling in general, as in asking yourself questions to get to know yourself, to get to know that inner you, because our magic comes from within us. We need to know who we are. We need to, you know, really unpick ourselves. Um, and you can get some great question ideas to put in your book of shadows, um, themed for different um, holidays and things. Um, it's just about self-discovery and it also helps with your shadow work because you're getting to know what it is that you're scared of, what it is that you need to work on more, the bits of you that you can celebrate because they're blooming brilliant, you know. Get to know yourself that much better. And I feel that this kind of work is often forgotten because it's not as exciting as doing an actual spell um, or in line with the whole idea of witches and things. But it is really important, um, you know, in terms of, of yourself, in terms of growing for yourself, whether that be as a witch or just as a human being, um, we want to make ourselves be the best that we can be. We want to, you know, um, get rid of any past traumas and things. And if we're doing magic, we want to know how well we're doing it. You know, what results are we seeing? How connected do we feel? So I feel that having those journals for that kind of stuff is a really important um, aspect. So when it comes to your book of shadows, um, there's not very much less um, likely nowadays that you will have a leather bound parchment calligraphy written book. However, there's always, a, well, there's a will, there's a way. And if you have the will that you really want one of those, then there are ways of doing it. I have seen them being advertised on um, places like Etsy and things where people have handmade these leather bound books. And, um, you know, with parchment and they've sewn them in and they've even like decorated them with things that you'd expect to see on a book of shadows and made them look absolutely gorgeous. But bear in mind that the person who's made it, it took them a very long time to make. So they're not cheap. They are very expensive because that person needs to be reimbursed for the time and energy that they've put into making it. But if it's something that you're desperate for, then maybe you could save it, save up for it or what have you. Um, personally, it's not something I want because I feel that I would just be too scared to write in it in case I messed it up. <laughs> Plus, I'm not very good at calligraphy either. So um, that kind of seems pointless to me. But each to their own. And like I say, it's your journey. So you do what you want to do. And if you've got a passion for that, and that's what you want to have record your information in, then you go ahead and do so. Um, what I have done is at the moment, I have um, just a it was just a plain black sketchbook that I wrote. Um, I just drew a pentagram on on the front of it with some like uh, metallic markers, um, and it's plain pages inside. So I just um, have been using that to record spells that I've personally written myself, um, and some information that I feel that correspondence that I feel is very important to remember, like the Sabbath and things. Um, but I've decided that. I'm going to go a different route eventually because I feel that a folder will be much better because you can rearrange the pages. You can put them in those poly pocket slips to keep them, um, you know, 
to keep them safe sort of thing in case you spill something or what have you um and like i said you can rearrange them about so that you can have different categories um i feel that i like that idea much better and i have seen um some um folders that you can buy like on etsy and ebay and places that have got like a leather effect cover and say things like with the shadows and whatnot uh, at the moment i've just got sorry i'm just looked away from the microphone then um i've just got a um what do they call them the lever arch ring ring um binder that i i picked up from Wilco, wilco's um and it has little stars moons and crystal balls and things all over it um which i thought was really sweet um so i'm going to probably use that for mine and then that way if you're not somebody who wants to write a lot but you would like the um correspondence on certain things then you can take advantage of the freebies that you often find online i on my blog um have a few that you can print off for the different elements um and lots of blogs um and places do give them away for free um you know like sheets of correspondence for certain things so you could print off those and put into your book of shadows or you could make your own and print them off or you could do it all in hand and just put it into the uh, poly pockets so it kind of allows for those that are more creative they can do that um or those that are less uh, inclined for that kind of work then they can just print things off and use the computer and then you've got this um document you know this binder of all your spells and correspondence and things that you can move about in in the folder so i feel that that's going to be a better way for me to go but i haven't started putting it together yet. i bought the folder and that's as far as i got because i just haven't had the time but when i do get around to it that's my that's my go-to plan but on top of that i'm also got lots of journals Journals can just be pretty, pretty notepads. You can pick them up for a pound or two, or you can go, you know, down the posh route, or a route, I should say. Um, particularly if you're somebody into journaling anyway, or into planning. Um, you know, you've got your mole skins, and um, you've got your creative planners, like the happy planner and things. Um, so there's all different routes that you can go. But at the end of the day, all you need is a pen and a piece of paper when it comes down to it. Um, but you can make it as pretty or, or um, beautiful and what have you as you like. Um, and you just need to have a place that you know that's where you're going to write in it. You know, um, this one, you could have multiple journals. You could have a tarot journal. You could have a, um, a spell journal or uh, a spiritual growth journal where you go through that uh, shadow work. Um, or you could just have one journal that is all inside. Um, I don't really know if I'm being that helpful with this episode because I guess I've got so many ideas that I'm taking you off in all different directions. Um, but it's hard for me to narrow it down because I'm such a paper hoarder. <laughs> I do love a notepad and a journal. I am a creative planner. I've done scrapbooking. Um, I've done bullet journaling. I write lists of lists that I am going to write. <laughs> so when it comes to this kind of stuff, I'm a bit less um, good at giving advice, I guess, because um, my mind is just full of things that I want to get around to doing, but never quite get around to doing when it comes to making lists of things and recording information. I love writing. And um, 
I find nothing more relaxing than just sitting with a book and a pen and writing about goodness knows what. So um, I guess I hope that this is somehow helpful. Um, but I think you need to have that separate journal, whether that's one journal or 10 journals, where you dedicate some time each day or week to recording what have you done this week in terms of your spiritual growth, you know, I, you could write that you how many times you've meditated and if anything, any enlightenment came to you in that meditation, you could write if you've done any um, divination work and what happened during that. Um, have you done any spells this week? You could write about those and, and how, what's happened so far since you've cast the spell and then update it as it goes. You can write about, um, you know, ask yourself those questions that I was talking about to um, get to know yourself better. Write about your tarot spreads or your oracle cards or your runes. You know, there's a, a wide range of things that you can write about. You can write about your garden that you might be planting, any herbs that you might be growing. Um, it's a huge, a huge array of, of things that you can write about. The main thing is, I guess, that you write about something. Um, so you have a record in some way. The other um, aspect of keeping a book of shadows um, is that if you're not in the closet, in the broom closet, as they say, and when one day when you're no longer here, you might want to leave your book of shadows to um, your family, you know, to be passed down your family for the younger generation that might want to follow the same path as you. So I guess in a way it could be a bit of an heirloom um, in that kind of respect. So that's when I'm thinking that even though I'm doing this big folder full of stuff that's really helpful for me, I might also make a book, um, uh, like different book of shadows that I'll spend more time on um, and it'll be a bit of a creative project as well that has the go-to spells, the explanation of how to, you know, follow this path, what it means um, for me, it'll have the Wiccan read in it um, because I believe in that uh, and tips and things and places, um, spells that I've personally written and things that I would like to hand down to, um, you know, my children or their children if any of them follow the path that I'm following um, because it'd be useful for them and it would be something nice to leave behind so that's what I'm going to do at some point when I get a, a spare five minutes or so to myself because life is pretty hectic at the moment but that is my plan and that might be something that you might like to think about too if you are not in the broom closet so you you know it's quite easy for you to talk to your family about the fact that when you are gone this particular book is what you would like kept in the family so um aside from all of that if you are um more of a computer person and you're not somebody who likes to hand write things, then you could have, even though it's called a book of shadows, you could have a online file system for your, you know, um, 
diary entries and your correspondence and things you could make using files in like microsoft office or something you could make yourself a nice little catalog of information that's always there when you need it i mean the good thing about that is that you could then access it via your phone so you might be you know out of town with work or on holiday or something um, and really want to look something up and you'll be able to because you can just use your phone to, to get hold of it um, whereas us that have got the big binders unless we take it with us <laughs> we can't access that so i guess that's a plus for the online versions of a book of shadows and another good thing about book of, Sh um, book of shadows another good thing about doing it online in files and folders is that, that you do have that um, option on your computer to hide files and folders so then that would keep it away from prying eyes if you are in the broom closet so that could be uh, you know a little tip there for keeping your stuff private to you so there are you know lots of options i think probably most people that take these paths are more creative because I think the creative um, people are those that can see all those different shades of grey in between what's black and white whereas the more non-creative types tend to be more everything is either black or white and there's no in between and I think if you have that attitude you're much less likely to be able to appreciate the path that we all take and see the wonders that can be seen um, you know in the world that we live in and the magic we can make for ourselves so that's just my opinion it's not a fact but that's my opinion so i think that you if you're listening you're probably are much more creative than you might not you know, than you might even think so therefore you will find a way that you will adjust to eventually you'll find your own way to record things how you want to because at the end of the day like i always say this journey is all yours <laughs> Okay, so now we are going to have a little bit of music, but before we do, I need to be a little bit serious. Um, I try and keep my show as upbeat as possible, but sometimes there is a need to be a bit more um, serious and, and sad, I guess. Um, and today, that is because of the recent um, murder and um, of Sarah Ever Everett, um, who was who has been found murdered um, by what it seems we don't know yet, but what it seems like she was murdered by a police officer um, when she was walking home one night. Now, I um, obviously my heart goes out to her family and friends, and um, it's never nice when somebody's life is taken but this particular incident has raised two um bigger um sort of topics i guess one being um how women are treated um and the other being you know um what happens when people that are meant to protect are the ones that are going around murdering people um both of those are huge topics in themselves um, and they're both extremely worrying. So um, 
in terms of the um, women's rights, I've always been very passionate about um, speaking up for those that need to be, you know, to supporting people um, for their choices or for who they are. You, you can't help but be who you are born and whatnot. Um, and I did not realise until this happened how much people are, how many women are affected um, by the behaviour of men. That's not all men, I know, um, but it does seem to be nearly all women that have a story, at least one, or maybe many, many more, um, about how they have been subjected to assaults, unfairly treated, and made to feel worthless simply for being a woman. Um, and that is really sad and shocking. Um, and I can relate, I have my own stories as well, so I can relate to, to that. Um, and it's very, very chilling, I think, you know, in the year 2021, that we still have these things happening. So um, I would like to pay my respects to Sarah, her family, and to all the women that have been mistreated, um, assaulted, um, or just, um, you know, made to feel terrible about being who they are for the fact that they're simply women with my music choice today today's music choice is called um sense of loss and it's a track from purpleplanet.com um and what i would say to you listening is perhaps to close your eyes and think about how you've been treated in your lifetime any bad things that have happened to you just because you are a woman. Um, and of course, paying respects to and sending love and light to Sarah's family um, and friends. Um, and I don't want to be too sad, but I just feel that it was important to highlight this. Um, so um, please take some deep breaths, close your eyes if it's safe to do so and listen to the music.
So I hope that wasn't too upsetting for you. Um, I certainly have shed a tear myself, I'm not going to lie. That music is certainly um, the right music for um, feeling sadness and a sense of loss. I mentioned I have my own stories to tell, um, so I will just share those because why should we be scared to talk about how we've been treated? It's not our fault how we're treated at all. Um, my first experience of being treated differently for being a woman was when I was only 11 or 12 years old and a family member, he's no longer here, he has passed away, much, much older than myself, um, came upstairs to see me and asked if I would take my top off and show my new bra. Um, being a child and being taught to do as I was told, I, I did that and I took my top off. And then he said, if you let me touch it, I'll give you a pound. And I knew in my heart, I did not want him to touch me. So I said, no. And then he said, well, you can keep the pound, just don't tell anyone. Um, and that was my first experience of being treated badly by a man because I'm a woman um, or a child back then. Um, over the years, I have had quite a few bad experiences of acting in a friendly way towards men and them thinking that that meant I wanted them to jump on top of me. I remember in a nightclub once um, when I was, you know, 18, 19, I um, was smiled at by a man across the dance floor. And my initial reaction is to smile back if somebody smiles at me because I was taught that it's polite to do so. So I smiled back. Um, he then came over and I thought wanted to shout something into my ear because obviously in a nightclub it's very loud. So I leant forward for him to talk in my ear and he grabbed my head and stuck his tongue down my throat. Um, which I certainly did not want and I just pushed him off me um, and went ran to the toilets um, and I, a number of experiences like that occurred of when I'd meet men that I thought wanted to be my friend but it turned out they always wanted something much more and I've always been in a relationship so I did not have anything to give in terms of that um, I'm not going to say it's completely um, my weight. I'm a very large lady now, and I'm not going to say it's completely that because it's not. There's been a lot happened to me over the years that is attributed to my weight gain. But when I was younger, sort of 18, 19, 20 is when I started to gain weight. And I know that back then I thought it was easier to be a bit more overweight and less attractive to men because it meant that I didn't have to deal with them advancing on me. <laughs> um, and then after that, I've had uh, a lot, a big weight gain due to being inactive when I had um, chronic fatigue syndrome and I had um, medication that made me gain two stone in a couple of months uh, as a side effect. So there's been a lot of things that has led to my weight gain. Um, so it's not all that and I'm not saying the only reason I'm overweight is because of that at all but it certainly did impact me when I was younger because I felt that I needed to make myself less attractive um, to try and keep men away from me 
And now being a mother to three daughters, I would absolutely hate it if any of those felt like that. It just seems ridiculous that you shouldn't have to make yourself more ugly to, um, you know, to try and keep yourself safe from being having people make advances on you that are not appropriate. Um, so yeah, it's all very sad, and um, I'm sure that it's you guys out there have your own stories as well that are your personal stories um and of course you you can keep them to yourself you do not have to share them at all i'm simply sharing mine because like i said it's not our fault and it's about time we realized it well we're told by people a lot well you shouldn't wear such short skirts or you shouldn't be walking out late at night by yourself oh you shouldn't wear so much makeup it encourages people boys will be boys you know what men are like, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do this. No, men should be taught to behave themselves and act appropriately, and women should be able to behave how they like. We should be able to wear a short skirt if we would like to, we should be able to wear makeup if we would like to, and we should be able to walk home without being murdered if we would like to. So I just wanted to share that with you guys now what i do think is important whenever i do any shadow work um or go through any sadness um and um the senses of loss and things is you need to shake it off now because i don't want to leave you all of this and the way that i find works for me which i'd like you to try as well is i now say i acknowledging i acknowledge those feelings that i'm having they're perfectly valid but now i'm going to leave them there because I have other things to do today. So thank you for letting me, you know, have those feelings and acknowledging those feelings. But now I'm shaking it off and just shake your whole body, shake off that energy. And we're going to shake it off so that we can still carry on today and enjoy the rest of our day. It's chime time. It's that time in the show where we look at a different type of um, crystal, herb, incense, or other magical elements. So today we are talking about um, tiger's eye, which is a member of the quartz family. Um, tiger's eye is a Brownie, shimmery gold coloured. It reflects in the light. Um, really pretty. You can get it in other colours as well, but it's most commonly a brown with like a gold shimmer. Um, it has a very long history of um, being a stone of protection. Both the Romans and the ancient Egyptians um, used the stone for protection. The ancient Egyptians would make um, scarrow, um, you know, those beetles shaped out of the um, tiger's eye. Scarabs, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, and use them as protection. And the Romans had um, tiger's eye talesmen on their armour to keep them protected. So, as you can imagine, um, one of the main um, themes of a tiger's eye is protection. In terms of correspondence, it is an earth um, stone. 
and the star signs that uh, relate to it are Leo and Gemini. So Tiger's Eye is said to cultivate your strength and your confidence. Um, in terms of health, it's said to improve eyesight, and um, particularly night vision, and it's said to help relieve depression. In terms of how you would use it in spells, um, it again, it's if you're using it in a spell, then you're more likely to be putting it into a charm bag or a spell jar. Um, or adding it to, you know, some kind of talisman. So it, that's kind of like what you would do, use crystals for. And then, because it's tiger's eye and um, what it is known for, you would be looking at using the tiger's eye in spells that are about luck, success, particularly career success. Um, it's a grounding stone, so anything to do with grounding and balance again uh, as well because it's a balance um it's known to balance you out so it can help align your mind body and spirit all in you know align it all in tune so it's all balanced out um i said earlier that it comes in more than one color so i know that it comes in a blue and a red as well the blue tiger's eye is sometimes known as hawk's eye and it's said to be a soothing stone which attracts luck and prosperity and then the red tiger's eye is also um, called dragon's eye as well um, it's been quite difficult to find much more information about tiger's eye so i don't know whether it's sort of a less used crystal perhaps um you know if you type in things like quartz rose quartz um clear quartz um I'm trying to think of other popular crystals um i'm not sure but definitely the court the, the rose quartz and quartz you'll get an, a a huge amount of, of information probably too much because um you know you're sort of wading through it whereas I did find with the tiger's eye, it was very limited information. So I feel like I haven't given enough for this um, chime time because I like to give uh, you know a detailed account, but I really couldn't find very much more um, other than just that it is hugely protective um, and that um, other ways that you could use it are to meditate with it um, or to even just have some um, because it relates to career success, even just to have like a, um, you know, a, a crystal of um, like in either a sphere or a, um, what do they call them? My mind's gone blank. Oh, um, they're not called towers, but they always remind me of towers because they are... No, mine's gone blank, but I'm sure you know what I mean. <laughs> Some form of tiger's eye, have it on your work desk and the vibrations are meant to keep you motivated and um, keep you, you know, um, attuned to doing well 
bring in new luck and bring in new success in what you're doing and also grounding you as well so um, that's another way that you could use it but I'm afraid that's all I've got for Tiger's Eye in this segment and that brings us to the end of today's show so thank you so so much for listening to the Living Magically podcast if you've enjoyed it, then please do show your support by subscribing and sharing on social media. If you want to get in touch, just pop on over to my blog, dsworldofwicca.co.uk, where you will find all of my social links. Also, you can leave me a voice message, which could even appear on the next episode. I always love to hear from you, so make sure that you do get in touch. I hope you have a brilliant week, and I'll speak soon. Blessed be.